0: We've had a conversation about playgrounds and I started trying to explain COVID very stupidly and now he would like to go to Poppy's house to hide from COVID. So I've had to backtrack on that um, very quickly to just alleviate any fear and anxiety. But, yeah, you know, we're going to have to say that again. Now childcare is close. He is loving, finally, all of a sudden loving going to childcare. Skips out the door, bag on his back, like really developing some beautiful friendships and I know he's going to be sad now so I can't even imagine you know kids who are much older and homeschooling and you know missing out on seeing all of their buddies too it's we're getting a taste for that now so if anything I'm feeling greater appreciation for yeah what so many people have been going through now it hits us again right um so yeah no I get all of that and and real talk with our kids I think is really important well
1: Hello and welcome to Parenthood, conversations about life after kids. I'm your host, Leonia Akidanor, and every fortnight I will bring you discussions about the real and raw realities of parenting, life behind the Instagram filter. Join us as we laugh, cry and bond over the organised chaos that is parenthood. Oh my gosh! So for everyone listening, we've just been told. Mr. Dan Andrews has informed us that childcare is now no longer um, going to be and as something that we can access as parents anymore, at least for the time being. Do you know what, Liv? I didn't even I don't even listen to the announcements because they make me so angry and frustrated and all of that. So I just get the notifications on my phone from like the ABC alerts and Jackie stuff. Felgate. So I'm just getting like Jackie no Felgate. You got to follow her. Yeah, she breaks it down. <laughs> Three words. <laughs> Yeah, love it. Like I need I need exact sum right here. <laughs> so do we Do we know how long the child, I didn't even pay any attention, do we know how long childcare is not around? Do you for? know
0: what? I was the same as you. I could not bring myself yeah. after a few text exchanges <laughs> this morning, pr- you know, prior to the presser. I just couldn't even watch it. I was just going to wait for the, the summary. So from yeah. what I can understand, I don't think they've actually put a timeline mm. to it. Yeah, but we could be yeah. wrong, so yeah. let's not <laughs> let's not go too much other than yeah, deal with it. our grief, <laughs> confusion, overwhelm. Like that's what it is. It's overwhelm, and uh, yeah, I was just saying to you just before we hit record. You know, in the the whole feeling of okay, I've ranted, I've raved, I felt upset about it, but now you got to flick the switch right and be mm-hmm. like survival mode again. What are we got to do to get through whatever this period is going to be? Planning time, like that's what you and I go to, right? Planning, structure. I need Mm -hmm. that because otherwise I'm probably going to have a breakdown.
1: Oh, 100%. Uh. And I've read this article um, this morning and it was talking about like the shadow pandemic and essentially that is the mental health side of things and how everyone's functioning and all of that. Um, Some of these stats, I jotted them down not to bring down our mood, but I just thought they are like staggering. So as far as teenagers go, the attempted suicide rate among Victorian teenagers has skyrocketed by 184% in the first six months of this year. Yeah. So, as the novelty of the first lockdown wore off last year, and obviously we've just hit the milestone of over 200 days in lockdown, mm. 184 percent. That's terrifying. The, like the suicide, like attempted suicide, right? Like that is shocking. And even primary school kids—they're saying the stats was that between the ages of five and nine, there's an 80 percent increase in calls to the mental help, health health helplines. So we're talking our little children not coping. And then on top of that, you just got to wonder about the parents who are, you know, trying to manage this and homeschool and and while juggling their jobs. And I mean, I know even just speaking to people within, um, you know, that we work with from a work perspective, like everyone is flat, everyone's fatigued, everyone's attentions are running high. Um, and now, now our little category of parents with the, you know, the under five-year-olds are going to be hit. You reading yes.
0: out those stats... The hairs were standing up on my arms. Mm. Like I just got that whole tingle of this is just mm. so shocking as we know. Isn't it? Mm. Honestly. I mean, you're on the front line from a work
1: perspective as well. So for those listening, live heads up HR at a law firm. And, I mean, what are you noticing in people's moods and everyday conversations? Oh, it's
0: exactly what you've said. People are so fatigued and I often feel silly when I'm writing our well-being emails around connection and let's keep going and all of these mantras that, you know, I'm kind of putting out to the people of we've got this when sometimes I don't feel like I've got this, let alone trying to just, yeah. you know, really g up because we need people to keep going, you know, from a business perspective, right? <laughs> like we care about our business but yeah. we also really care about our people and it's a really fine balance between how do we support them, give them space. Um, to balance what's going on in their worlds, let alone, yeah, try and do somewhat of a day job. But we're being incredibly flexible and understanding as to that because people are telling us that they are Mm. exhausted, fatigued, um, completely over it. I mean, it's funny. You know, I just said to my team last week, right, we've got to get back into the swing of the social mm. uh Zoom meetings, games, trivia nights, the online stuff because, yeah, last year that was a real novelty, right? You were doing Friday night drink, virtual yes. drinks every Friday. You were doing the trivia every second Friday, whereas we haven't had any of that stuff because the lockdowns have been so stop and start. So, um, yeah, yes. connectedness hasn't been as... Uh, strong as perhaps what I would have liked so we just need to kick back into gear and think about yeah how we really maintain those connections because that's what's most powerful in combating, you know combating mental exhaustion you know isolation mm. um, you need people to be talking mm. so that's what yeah, we're really going to be mm. focusing on the next little bit. It
1: resonates a lot what you're saying, even when I think about the way in which I've been interacting with friends over the last couple of weeks, and particularly since that last lockdown that we had, so the 6.0 that we're still in at the moment. But what I've noticed is I'm not really texting a lot of mm. my friends anymore. I'm not getting much feedback from people. I feel like it's gone quiet Mm. like it's almost and maybe that's just me um maybe because i'm not putting in a huge amount of effort but you know what it's like usually you're texting friends you're like oh what are we doing and let's catch up and da 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 and then what have you been up to tell me the goss and now it's literally just like quiet like what's it been like on your no i think
0: that's right like people pull away when they're exhausted when they're completely Mm. over it whether it's COVID, whether it's work, whether it's life, right, all of this combined, let's face it, that's what Mm -hmm. it is at this point, I think people do tend to just go into their shells and become hermits and probably because mm. your ability to deal with lots of things and engage and interact with lots of people, that's overwhelming too, right? So people are just mm. kind of going, right, you know, these are the five things and the five people that I can manage right here, right now, because mm. any more than that yeah. is just going to push me uh, to the brink of, you know, overwhelm. Um, Yeah, I'm definitely yeah. seeing a lot of that. So, yeah, how how do you balance it? I mean, it's so
1: important, isn't it? I mean, now more than ever to be sort of looking out for each other as well as ourselves. Um, I put it, and it's actually just so in- interesting that today's topic is burnout, which just could it could not be more fitting with the environment in which we're living in right now. Um, and I think this, is, this really came about, Liv, even from our last episode where you were alluding to the fact that you're just like, you know what, drop the mic, I'm freaking done. <laughs> Did like, I tell I'm you toast. what actually <laughs> happened? <laughs> that was the start of gastro.
0: No wonder I was so depressed. <laughs> So we were filming and mic down and I got, yeah, wiped Mm. out with a week-long gastro. Only me, funnily enough. So weird. But, yeah, I was, yeah.
1: You're such a trooper for even doing that recording given that you (laughs) were
0: you were like holding it all into the end of the recording, that you're like, Bleh. "Sorry, guys, sorry, guys." If I was a bit flat yeah. that last recording, I was no. saying to Lee, I could, I just didn't want to no. listen to it because I was just in that, "Oh my God, something's about <laughs> to take me down" phase. I'll try and bring my A game yeah. today, guys. <laughs> <laughs> But it's amazing. I mean, we're getting we always get hit
1: by like what the kids get from daycare, et cetera. But I think on top of that, I mean, already we're at a phase in our life where burnout is already, you know, on the tipping point. We've got a lot going on. You know, with us, we've got two under three. It's it's hard enough to juggle. And then you throw COVID in the mix and it's just literally hashtag survival on our end. Um, and so I thought it was fitting to like delve into that a little bit further today with you, Liv, and then also talk about um some of the ways in which we might be able to combat that and sort of pick ourselves up. Um, I actually initially put out an audience poll on Instagram just to see how our audience are feeling. And I think that it would be interesting. The stats might be slightly different or even more extreme. And now that daycare has been <laughs> called off. But, I suspect um, the, so. <laughs> the stats, yeah, but they certainly speak for themselves. So we had uh, almost 200 people responded to this. So just to give you an idea on size um, and the four questions were and it was a yes and no so have you felt fatigued lately 98% of people said yes have you been lacking in motivation 97% of people said yes do you feel frustrated a lot of the time and that's me 80% said yes and are you feeling super emotional 76% said yes and like that is just like you know a random poll put out it, i think that's even that in itself says a lot about the sentiment in you know, in which we're, mm. we're dealing with right now. Mm. I mean, what comes to mind when you hear those? Are you surprised? Oh, love, I'm not or surprised not really? by that
0: at all. That feels like every day <laughs> for me right now mm. and, you know, for no doubt mm. so many of our listeners. So I know you and I want to be upbeat in terms of, you know, what can we do about it? We're problem solvers, right, at the core mm. of what we're here mm. to do. Mm.
1: Totally. Absolutely. And like even talking about that. So let's actually iron out what we think burnout really means. I mean, to me, it's, I mean, if I think about the way in which, what it looks like for me and when I know I've kind of reached burnout, which is certainly me over the last, I'd probably say, since lockdown 6.0, then I was like, right, screeching halt, I've got nothing left to give now. <laughs> and so the symptoms that I see personally is that things like, you know, physically completely fatigued. So, I mean, usually, I mean, we're mums of yeah. little children, we don't necessarily always sleep through the night anyway, but fatigue, like just even... Up, I will make an effort to get to bed by 8.30. I will wake up by 5 or whatever. I've had my close to 10 hours sleep, a little bit interrupted, but still, and I am exhausted. Mm. Like I've had the biggest night out of the town <gasps> in my life. Like, you know, so without the perk of the highs, you just I've just, got, just got, got the constant, constant low. low. Yeah. Like do you, like do you,
0: how are you it's feeling? I've been really thinking about this because obviously a lot in my work in HR is about, mm stopping people from getting to a point of burnout burnout for me Mm. is not great you know we do not want to see that in any of our people I don't want to see that in any of my friends you know we want to avoid burnout Mm. so in preparing for today I've been thinking about you know what are some of the things that we do uh am I even cognizant for myself of when I'm perhaps leading up to burnout I think for so many people, mm-hmm. we start talking about burnout when we're literally over the cliff It's and not reading mm-hmm. the signs. So in thinking about my own signs, I was like, okay, yeah, you know, you and I have been talking about feeling so much more anxious than perhaps we usually have been. You know, I mm-hmm. start thinking the worst about interactions that I have and almost, you know, the last podcast, what did mm-hmm. I say? You know, you just go to a place of mm-hmm. complete negativity and worry and um, anxiety. Mm-hmm. For me... You know Harry's still waking up often through the night, so just I'm not getting a good night's sleep. But what I'm finding now I know that I'm probably closer to, yeah, burning out is I can't get back to sleep after I do a feed. So Mm -hmm. I would usually, when I'm healthy and well and feeling on top of stuff, I can go back to sleep straight away. When I'm not coping Mm -hmm. as well, I can't sleep. I can't just can't get back into um, falling to sleep. So, yeah, they're some of the triggers Mm -hmm. that I've started to kind of, look for in my quest to not get to that point of yeah burning Mm -hmm. out and having a breakdown and thinking i can't do this anymore um yeah have you thought of it like that that anxiety yeah do you know your yes yes do you know things to look out for have you been Uh, thinking uh, about
1: it absolutely Uh, Absolutely. And I think also in preparation for today, because I hadn't really, like, you know, it's at the back of your mind, but you're like, oh, I'm not, I'm feeling off, but you just keep plowing on. And then when we decided to do this topic, I was like, hold on, I'm actually going to be a bit more aware of how I'm actually feeling. From the mental health perspective, absolutely. Anxiety for me is always just like, um, you know, simmering along the surface, but certainly heightened as we've spoken about. Um, Just not being able to think clearly, like usually I can be, I'm really crystal clear at like five Mm. in the morning. That's Mm. I force myself to get up early so I can just like smash things out and I'm getting up and I'm lethargic and, you know, those sort of things. So I'm like, this is not what I'm usually like. Also, the other thing for me was lack of joy in the things that usually make me excited. So, for example, I usually love listening to podcasts. I can't get enough of them. And um, for the last couple of weeks, I just haven't listened to any. Yeah. Like I just, I'm almost like it's just noise. Like I can't. Like I, yeah. you know, and I'm not discouraging people from listening to us. So please keep doing <laughs> that. But, but yeah, it's amazing <sighs> <laughs> the the things you love doing yeah. that you would never think that you would kind of get over. And mind you, I've been a podcast advocate for years and years. Yeah. Never once have I never you know, have I stopped listening to them? Or even on the sales front, like I usually love selling as part of my job as a property developer, I sell our property and um, I usually love selling homes and talking to people about our product and getting really enthusiastic and passionate about it. And now I feel like I'm getting, I get inquiries and I'm like, what? Yeah,
0: <laughs> like, yeah. What do you want? Yeah. Leave me alone. I can't even. Like, do you want to buy it or not? Yeah. If you don't want to buy it, <laughs> great sales <assistant>, well. <laughs> technique. Are you in or not? If you're in, sign now. Otherwise, <laughs> yeah you. God, I don't have time for this um, <laughs> like, yeah.
1: but you know, not to that extreme. But do you know what I mean? Like the 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 charm, the the shazam, all of that. That you know, and potentially others aren't noticing it. I can yeah. I can tell I'm yeah. not on my A-game. Yeah. Has there been anything in your life where you're like, yeah, that's dropped off and I usually love doing that? Or... For
0: me, I've even noticed it around work. Like I love, I love my job. I love being busy, you know, the last four or five months that I've been back at work since having Harry, I've been happy to do whatever it takes, whether that means working to 10 o'clock, whether, you know, whatever it takes, happy to do it. And I would sit there at 9 o'clock looking at my computer being like, I love my job that is no longer sustainable and I am not there at nine o'clock saying that. You know, it's just that point mm. of, yeah, my energy has been depleted. I still love my job, but I don't have the energy to mm. give or be able to sustain, right, I think. So, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I definitely feel all of that. Mm.
1: And I think, you know, if you think about our busy lives and, you know, a lot of everyone listening similarly, we've all got a lot that we're trying to juggle. The, the things that kind of keep us sane has been, you know, it's those social interactions. It's the things to look forward to. It's the weekends away. It's the, you know, and also a level of certainty, like, you mm. know, life is pretty uncertain, but generally, like, if you've got something booked in the past, it's going to generally happen. And I think when you compound all of the uncertainty as well as, it, you know, shove that into our lifestyles, you know, it's no wonder right that everyone's just completely over it um but okay so what do you think then what do you think number one tip in trying to turn things around when you are sort of starting to feel that burnout so
0: i think yeah my reflection has just been okay number one self-awareness i just need to be listening to myself Mm -hmm. and i think we've spoken about this so often in all of our podcasts we neglect ourselves, right? Like mm. we keep having this theme of self-care and, you know, I think every podcast I've said, hey, Lee, I'm going to go for a run this way. Like that's going to be the one thing I do for myself. <laughs> you, everyone listened to the last podcast. Yeah. I have said that without doubt. I haven't gone for one run. <laughs> I just can't find time yeah. and I, my intent mm. is real. Like I really want to go for that run. Mm. I really do, but then it never happens. Mm. I just, whether I can't find yeah. time or I'm not prioritising myself or for some reason, you know, you procrastinate, right? You know how sometimes there's those tasks that you think, oh, I'm going to put that off because it's going to take me, you know, two and a half hours. When you actually do it, it's five minutes. Make mm. The run thing is maybe mm. that for me. I just need to start, right? But yeah. I can't start. I don't know yeah. why I can't start. So um, yeah. that knowing the self-awareness piece and owning that is probably the first mm. tip that mm. I need to own. So whether or not that resonates with others, You know, you be, you make your own decision. I've actually, um, Mm. in the lead up to this, I went to the library and I found a book because I had seen someone post about it and I Mm. saw what it said, which is a revolutionary new program to help mums feel like themselves again. And I was like, sister, girlfriend, I'm going to read this back to front Mm. in a day. Mm. And it's called the Postnatal Depletion Cure, tell you. The Tip, The Complete Guide for Rebuilding Your Health and Reclaiming Your Energy for Mothers of Newborn Toddlers and Young Children by Dos, Dr. Mm. Oscar, I'm going to butcher this, Cyril Locke, I'm going to say it is. <laughs> um, yeah. But the takeaways for this are all the things that you and I are going to talk about now, and it's a good read, and if you're mm. like me and you just like the speed tour of a book because you're not very good at starting something and finishing something the appendix uh which is uh three pages has the summary of the book um Mm. which is telling the stuff that we know right so sleep Mm. we all struggle as mums because we're going to bed late or we're getting up early to start work or our kids are up all Mm. through night and that disruption to your um, sleep rhythm is really really impactful they actually Mm. talk a lot around Mm-hmm. For new mums, particularly just, you know, birthing a baby and growing a baby and what that does to your hormones, mm-hmm. let alone your nutrient balance, um, can be a really um, mm-hmm. important thing to do to make sure that you get um, that back in check that's a really
1: good point i'm super keen to hear the other elements too but you just sparked a thought the nutrients i have i actually went to see my gp because i was like just i mean this fatigue and all of that just something just doesn't seem right and because i'd stopped breastfeeding probably six months Mm -hmm. ago now and talking about the hormones and all of that i was like let's just make sure everything's in check went to my gp Basically, what came back was completely depleted in vitamin D. And obviously, I mean, we're inside all the time. It's winter. Also, if you've got a darker complexion, yeah. you are you need vitamin D more. Yeah. So I've always been susceptible to being low in it. But I'm talking like you're, the average, like the lowest point you're meant to be is like 70. I was like 20. Yeah. like And basically, and she said, it's amazing. Someone actually went and saw her the week before went in saying, I need anti-anxiety pills, I just can't handle life right now, like it's just too much. And sh- they did a blood test, really depleted in vitamin D. After a week of taking excessive supplements, which is what I'm on at the moment, um, the patient came back and said, you know what, my anxiety seems to have settled a little bit, which is pretty mm-hmm. amazing even after a week. And I've noticed a little bit more of like maybe that I'm a little less edgy. <laughs> Lucky Jules. <laughs> Jules might think otherwise, but <laughs> But he's not quite, you know, grinding my gears as much yeah, as yeah, he yeah. does that. So, um, so yeah, but it, it's just interesting. So to that, to your point, Leave, around the nutrients, it's something yeah. potentially worth so yeah, giving thought to those that, listening yeah. who might be feeling
0: a little yeah, low. Yeah, what you're putting in your body, you know, too much alcohol, too much coffee. Yeah, what are you depleted in, whether that's mm. zinc or vitamin D, as you say. You know, I, mm. I've never, I mean, I really try to have a, healthy um, meal planning approach and, you know, certainly intake for our family. But whether or not I'm hitting what I need to hit, I have no idea, to be honest. Mm. Um, I don't think any of us are, to be honest, honestly. Yeah, we're just, like, scrambling yeah, with yeah. kids in tow. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, yeah. I don't but think we talk are- about Tommy's intake. He had wheat bix for dinner four nights last week, so... <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like yes, fiber. I was like, Maybe oh, we'll I tick, tick that one, but I don't know what else we're ticking. Let's not go there. That that that's another pod. <laughs> oh, Children's chili. eating. Oh, yes, yes. Um, yes. just the other stuff. Just really. So continue. What else does it say? Really, really quickly. Mm. Yeah, it's all stuff that we know, right? Mm. Like this is what I keep finding every time we pick up a topic. I go, I know all of this. Why can't I just be better at implementing? Yeah. So you know, good food, um, plenty mm. of water, being active, live, go for that run. <laughs> um. What we've probably mm. been talking about, really curbing social media and really managing mm. what your intake is, whether that's just comparison, mm. because we know that comparison is the thief of joy. I love that. That's one of my all-time sayings. Yes. I can't remember who I need to quote that yeah. to, but yeah. it's just resonates with me so much. Um Lauren Oliver,
1: actually. She said it in one of our podcast yeah. episodes. There you go. Yeah. Lauren yeah. Oliver yeah. from Mums Who
0: Wine. Yeah. Also I heard that it. and I went. God, I just need to print that and put that somewhere. Um, Clutter, just, you know, having a clean space and clean home. And whilst it's hard, I think, Mm -hmm. for for all of us to find time to do that from time to time. But if you have a really cluttered space, it's can clutter your mind too. And, you know, you hear that and you go, yeah, that kind of makes yep. sense. So just really making sure yeah. that you, you know, do the Sunday night, put your clothes away so you start Monday with, you know, <laughs> being able to see your floorboards and your carpet <laughs> is a good place to start. Yes, you know, yes. just get your housekeeping yeah. in order so you feel like you've got something together. Mm. Um, and yeah. just being kind to yourself was the other thing that, yeah resonated and you know find those moments of joy mm. when you just sit down with your kids or with your partner and laugh or share a glass of wine. You know we've spoken about you know creating mm. that space for date nights. you know again, the theme here is mm. do things that are planned, otherwise they don't happen. yes, um so yes. we yep. know all of those things to be good for our mind, body, and soul, which I think mm. is kind of what we're trying to, mm. yeah get to here because the depletion is real. Oh, and it's absolutely. gonna continue to be real. So we just need to work out how we just stop mm-hmm. falling over the cliff because that's just a hundred percent.
1: Hundred percent, and I think sometimes it's trial and error too. So, for example, last week for me, I wanted to prioritize sleep. As I said, so I, I was in bed by eight thirty, but I slept in till seven thirty most every morning for me, or seven or whenever the kids woke up, right? Mm. Rather than waking up an hour or so before. Um, What I and I, in my head, I was like, I'm just going to trial this because maybe it will help me on the fatigue front. What I realized was it made my anxiety so ridiculously high mm. because I was waking up. To the sudden shock of my child screaming because they're up and oh, mum, I want, I'm, get, oh, I'm hungry. I need, uh, and I, I just was waking up feeling startled, and then my whole day I felt um, I was just spiraling, and it was a whirlwind because I didn't sort of wake up feeling grounded and centered. Usually, I drag myself out of bed early. You know, I'm mm. an early bird live, and um, but I do it as well because for my own mental health, I need to know I've set myself up. I go downstairs; it's freezing cold, like. It's you know five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. It's all dark, but everyone's still sleeping. And I, you know, open my laptop, even though I know I should probably meditate first and all of that. But in my head, I'm like, oh, I will just I'll quickly I'll do work first because if I meditate, then the kids may wake up, and then I haven't gotten any work done. Yeah, it's amazing how we I was going to ask you if you're still, still doing really any mindfulness. We justify them out. Yeah, are you still doing any meditation? No, not doing or mindfulness? any mindfulness. Yeah none of that no and you know I've been through phases of my yeah. life where you know in but when I'm living in Bondi yeah. I like TM meditation where you meditate 20 minutes in the morning yeah. and 20 minutes in the afternoon and I'm like who has time for that now like honestly but yeah. like, but it's amazing because it's not that hard to just sit there and do five minutes let's call it but at, similar to what you're saying about the run for me I'm like I'll wake up and I'm like and I'm like I don't know if I've got five yeah. minutes I've yeah. got to go straight to my, to my to-do list for the day and I've got to get onto that because if the kids wake up then I'm going to feel disorganized and so you just talk yourself out of the things that you so are you are lying you. to
0: me when um, you say that you can find like you've been really good recently finding half an hour to go for a run because you obviously got to a point where you're like I have to do this otherwise we're going to be yes. past burnout which is full crisis point yes. is that yes. and so you're able yes. to find the time That's- now we just need to find the time before we I- get I, there. I f- Exactly. Like
1: totally. And it was interesting. It was actually after our last episode, I think it was when we were talking about all of this that I was like, no, you know what? This is ridiculous. I've got to make a commitment to myself and I could see all the signs of the burnout and all of that. So I guess my meditation yeah. is me working out during the day around the lunchtime mark. And it's kind of a non-negotiable. And I've just, because I've had adrenal fatigue in the yeah. past, I've had glandular fever. I, I've burned myself to the bone where I couldn't get out of bed. I mean, you know. You're a smoking crisps
0: i just pushed (laughs) too hard yeah Yeah. and that that's scary that's scary scary. you know this better than anyone you do yeah
1: yeah Yes, yes. So, and it's amazing because that adrenaline of after you've, you know, worked out or and when I say worked out, literally just, go, you know, go for a bit of a run around the block and come home, Um, you know, that adrenaline and almost the clarity I felt after the run, I was like, wow, I've missed this, mm-hmm. like the endorphins and all of that. So, yeah, could probably improve the morning routine a little. Um, But yeah, the, the, the exercise bit, it's literally, it was that or I was going to get to a point where I, where I wasn't going to be able to get out, out of bed. Like that's just... Yeah, which That's is a scary, scary thought. Yeah. So yeah, um, it is. It's interesting. I, I put a um, poll out to uh, some questions out to our audience as well on Instagram around, look, if they did have 30 minutes a day to, to do whatever they wanted for themselves, what would they do? And most people said, go for a run or do some that exercise. <laughs> I had one comment I have. Yeah. <laughs> I had one comment. I have to read this because I was like, oh, lols. Um, It was like, drink, nah, exercise, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) It was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love just that. Just sit down and have a wine and, you know, watch some yeah. TV. I, I do love that. It's very true. So thanks for that person who wrote in that. <laughs> um, the other one is read. Yeah. There was a lot of people who said read. And that's another thing I've just recently implemented in the last couple of weeks. I try to get to bed 20 minutes early. I pull out my Kindle. I've got a really like chill, like don't have to think about kind of book that I'm reading, like a rom-com style book. And I read that rather than reading my phone and reading mm. the news and being on Instagram, like just before I will go to bed. I I make the effort to at least, even if it's a five minute read, it's just something to kind of help my mind simmer before going to bed. That's been groundbreaking for me because I'm such a reader and I used to love to read and I haven't read in years. But to be able to do that's been really good. Are you have you factored that in or is that something you think might help? I'm the same. It's
0: actually I I put in when I was doing answering the poll Mm -hmm. i did say run because obviously that's the one thing i really need to do but last weekend Mm -hmm. i did find 10 minutes for myself and i love to sit in the sun and read the newspaper like that has just always been my thing like a Mm -hmm. saturday morning get the newspaper have a cup of coffee and try and get through as much as i possibly Mm -hmm. can and i found that time Mm um last weekend and that felt yeah quiet, silent, amazing. That's mm. that's what I needed at that point. So, yeah, any uh, guilt associated with that? Do you know what? There wasn't. Do you know what? I, I, knew, I, mm, I knew I needed it. I knew I needed it. Hey, one one foot good. in front of the other, I'm getting yep. there. But that's that's um, good. I yes. couldn't sit there. I would have guilt if mm. I did longer than probably 15 minutes. I probably couldn't watch a half-an-hour show. I would really struggle to – I don't watch any TV because I just can't find the time to do that. Maybe that's the guilt thing Mm. for me. Mm. I don't know what the hell I'm doing, to be honest. But (laughs) maybe I need to, like, I'll, you know, really be inspired by my lawyers who uh, record (laughs) – all of their time in seven-minute increments and maybe I'll do a (laughs) seven-minute increment for timesheet for my life and actually work out where my time's going. That's probably a thing too, right? (laughs) I don't know. This is the detail side of me. But, yeah, no, it's funny what you can find time for and what you can't find time for. So... Do you know what? Totally. I,
1: and I think the thing with the TV bit is I, so what I do, I, I, I never sit down to watch a full TV show without doing anything. And look, to those who can do it, awesome, great. And if that's your thing, fantastic. But for me, I pop my earphones in. I've got my, I know, as you know, I love my real housewives or reality TV shows that you just don't have to think about. I, and I have that running on my phone and like, I'll literally be like, and particularly during, witching hour when it's chaos i'll just pop that on and i have one earphone in one ear so i can still hear the kids in the other and i'm just listening to my show and i'm getting this is so good but you drown out the noise and i'm
0: like and
1: then it's bath time for charlie and he's squirming and he won't let me take his nappy off and he's screaming turn up real housewives listening to them and i'm like smiling away at him just like no worries darling you just keep doing you and it, it literally helps me simmer and I get through that witching hour uh, and right up into the point where I'm about to feed them dinner and then I'll turn this it is off. the but, best like, mum hack so I think I'm you ever like, could have shared oh, I'm gonna <laughs> right, I'm gonna do this
0: this is great <laughs> it
1: is the because like otherwise what I'd be sitting there trying to wrestle my kid while he's you know regardless I'm doing the same activity I'm trying to get a nappy off him for example to get him in the bath he's screaming regardless of the fact that whether I'm listening to my show or I'm not I'm trying to soothe him. Oh, it's all right darling no worries. <laughs> The more, if I didn't have my show on, I'd start getting really agitated. You
0: are the <laughs> queen of your asking. Like, that oh, is just up. next level amazing. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, I prefer yeah, Gina Liano's voice to my own child screaming any day of the week. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> up with Real <your> Housewives right? <laughs> in Melbourne. I couldn't even know if that still runs, let alone if she's still in it. So apologies yeah. if I've got that wrong.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I know I haven't watched um, the Melbourne one in a while actually, but, um, but yeah, so it's essentially like having TV in the background, like as you normally, which I don't have, like usually it's the kids show, right? Like they're watching their little Peppa Pig or whatever. So instead I've got it on my phone and I'm trying to keep myself sane. So that's Mm. a, yeah, that, that, that kind of helps me. Um, Another one on the 30 minutes, if you had that to yourself a day, um, most people a lot of people said, like, sleep or try to nap, I suppose, particularly if you've yeah. got really young kids. Um, and then someone said to have a really long, hot yeah, bath, which one. I'm not a big bath person. But, I mean, on like, if you are, like, I mean, God, when's the last time any of us took a bath? Like, you know, <laughs> Wow. So, um, so yeah, some, some good tips, but I think, look, we know, you know what you need and what you love doing. And it's almost making that, putting that at the top of the priority list and then thinking, as you said, where am I spending my time and where can I carve in that little bit more time? And something's going to have to give. So you just like, when I go for my run for 30 minutes, I'm giving away time from being able to do other yeah. things from a work you know a point of view or whatever it is or getting dinner ready early or whatever but but that's so important mm. uh, to me and everyone's just gonna have to wait and when my phone's ringing and you know got a million phone calls as I'm running along the tan I'm like you know what you're just gonna all have to to wait for 30 minutes for me to finish my run. <laughs> this is a
0: thing, like without <laughs> phones, it's, it's getting like, it's I've just uh, recently mm. disabled all the notifications because that was really sending me mm. over the cliff to just, yeah, whether mm. it was my teams with work or my email and then Messenger and Facebook and all of these things, I've turned them all off because mm. it was that point kind of when you're running where you're just like, stop invading my time and my space. Maybe I need to step it up and put it on yes. aeroplane mode for that you know, in period of time too. I yeah. don't know. But mm. you kind of, yeah, have to yeah. read the play of how you're feeling to really give yourself that bubble of silence mm. and space and real me time, whatever you're choosing to do, because, yeah, otherwise mm. there's always something just sneaking in, whether it's a screaming child always. or, uh, yeah, scrolling on your phone. It's funny. I don't know if you've ever watched a TV show with subtitles. When you do that, you realise how much you are multitasking watching a TV show and scrolling on your phone. You can't do Mm. that when you're watching a a show Mm, with subtitles. It was alarming because I was suddenly really cognizant Mm. of how often I was picking up my phone without even realising and checking what was happening. Mm. Scary, Mm. terrifying. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's just all of this is just about being mindful, right, and actually stopping and pausing and really thinking about, yeah, what's going on for each of us in that moment. (laughs) Right. <laughs>
1: and i think more relevant than ever for everyone listening as well given the times we're living in a few other hot tips from our audience yeah. actually um someone said lowering expectations mm. which i think is fantastic yeah. and you know that's a hard one particularly for us you know type as where we're like you know we're going for gold every single day but and then when you're not going for gold you feel well i feel guilty yeah. i'm like well what the hell what a waste like i've got stuff to do come on leony yeah. get on with it like it's 5 in the morning, and your head's foggy. Just, just get on with it. And then I get frustrated, yeah. and then I get guilty, and then I get you know. And, and no one's happy, right? So, but trying to lower those expectations and potentially say, you know what, if I get these two thing, main things done for work today, and answer to, you know, and I'm responsive to people, um, you know, when when I need to be, then that's probably going to have to be enough yeah. for me today. Yeah. And, and if I can't get dinner ready, then it's Uber Eats for us as a family, and it's Wheat Bix for the kids, and that's just got how it's going to be. And maybe it's a bit. More more screen time for the little one or whatever, but just lowering those expectations because you just can't be superwoman, particularly yeah. not in this environment. we just got to
0: be kind to ourselves. We've just got to say, I'm doing my best. Mm. I'm really, if I go into mm. each day just giving it whatever i can whatever that is if that's just getting the kids dressed which is a battle Mm. in our house at this point in time if i can get my son out of his pajamas Mm. into his jeans because he only wears jeans these days um then that's a win and i will take that that but you know we've just got to be so much kinder to ourselves and you know that's what we've been saying to our workforce too we know you're homeschooling and trying Mm. to do your job we know that you now don't have i will be saying on monday i now know you don't have childcare too and that's really hard to expect 100% out of you in fact it's impossible so if we all come Mm. to work to our lives just giving it our best shot that's all we can ask Mm -hmm. um so I think that's kind of my new mantra in my next HR (laughs) email that will will go out let's just be kind yeah Mm. do our best totally Totally, and you know, just uh,
1: yeah. I mean, and, and potentially, I know. And I'm so sick of people saying, "See the silver lining," and blah yeah. blah blah, the lessons and stuff. But you know, to some extent, you kind of like you kind of have to. You got one option. You can either just you know sit there and feel shit, and that's okay mm. too, and do that. But I think at some point, you do have to go. Okay, well, what are the things I can sort of take away from all of this? One thing I thought about Liv, is without childcare, we don't have to yeah. pay like you know all this money I on know.
0: childcare for a period of time. I thought that as I just. <laughs> (laughs) my credit card at the supermarket going all the snacks that I have to buy this week (laughs) (laughs) I
1: know that's true now we have to feed them too but you know like you just kind of sit there going okay well you know there's that there's so much the family time
0: uh, like you know yeah the the genuine family time even though they're literally going Mm. to yeah be doing our heads in what special memorable time yeah. that hopefully, yeah, we can document and tell a really good story about in the years to come.
1: Absolutely. Um, one last thing I'll throw to the table is uh, a book recommendation from me is by Pip, and I'm going to probably butcher this too, Liv, Pip Lincoln, Days Like These. Just type in days like Lincoln, these and it'll come up. Yeah. Uh, is it Lincoln? Okay, maybe I have a typo on my end. That's fine. That's <laughs> (laughs) Uh, but basically um, it's all about um, strategies to not get sucked dry by motherhood similar to your sort of book live but one of the strategies I thought was quite interesting was being also honest with your kids about how you're feeling and I know often we try to protect them and it's all happy happy and don't worry darling and all of this and actually I bumped into someone that I know on the street the other day and they said oh you know how are you going with parks being shut and kind of like whispered it, thinking that potentially I'm trying to shelter my children from that. I'm like, oh, no, no, they know parks are shut. Yeah, parks aren't open, are they? And I was like, no, not open now. but you know and just kind of like i'm just like whatever i'm gonna just tell them what it is i mean they don't understand covid and things and they know that the parks will open at some point as well but you know i i don't probably go as far as saying you know mummy's feeling upset if anything it probably comes out more in my reaction to them (laughs) versus versus me having the you know capacity to sit down and go mummy doesn't feel very well today but um from a number of conversations that i've had with people who have experienced really tough times in their lives um and, uh, and you know with with trauma and things like that and whilst having children um a lot of the advice they gave gave and psychologists that they saw gave was be honest with your kids and and they know that that you know they'll soon know that life is ups and downs and it's therefore okay for them to come to you and say well i'm not feeling mm. you know good either mm. i don't know does that how how have, how do you go about that with sort of exposing your children that to resonates not so much with me because
0: recently tommy said "Mummy's sad Why mummy sad and you know I I don't think I was doing anything other than maybe I wasn't smiling and upbeat and making lots of noise and dancing around the kitchen like I but he was obviously picking (laughs) up on my energy which actually Mark and I had a conversation this morning Mm -hmm. about he was flat and it's because I was sitting on my phone, obviously madly texting you and various other girlfriends, ranting and raving about childcare yeah. and the situation. Yeah. And he picks up on that. And yeah, so mm. when he did say the mummy's sad, I had to say, Oh no, honey, mummy's not sad. Mummy's just very tired, busy day at work. And some days mummy just wants mm. to rest. You know how Tommy likes to rest and you know, mm. yeah. Full yeah, need yeah, to own yeah, it no. and give appreciation to. In fact, we've yeah, we had, had a similar a conversation about playgrounds and mm. I started trying mm. to explain COVID very stupidly and now he would like I to heard. go to Poppy's house to hide from COVID. So I've had to backtrack on that. Oh! <gasps> Uh, very quickly to just <laughs> alleviate any fear and anxiety. But, yeah, you know, we're going to have to say that again. Oh, no. Now childcare's is He is loving, finally, all of a sudden mm. loving going to childcare, skips out the door, bag on his back, no. like, really developing some yeah. beautiful friendships. And I know he's going to be mm. sad now. So uh, I can't even imagine, you know, mm. kids who are much older and homeschooling and, you know, missing out on seeing all of mm. their buddies too. It's, oh. We're getting a taste for that now. So, so, if anything, I'm feeling oh. greater appreciation for yeah what so many people have been going through. Now it hits us again, right? Mm. Um, so yeah, absolutely, no, I get all of that. And, I, and real talk with our kids, I think, yeah. is really important. Well, depending on what they can rationalise and understand, um, is something that we yes, should think about. Yeah
1: yeah absolutely certainly not a perfect world out there and there's no point pretending that it is you know um so it's just finding the right balance though i guess to not scare the hell out of them
0: <laughs> it's... So not knowing um that's really really hard so i'm just going to try and live in the moment yeah. and encourage yeah others to do so you can only control what you can control absolutely. right it is yeah. what it is uh, How many other mantras can I absolutely. put into this? <laughs> okay. You can see why my staff really chuckle so. at these emails that they get from me. Or here's another one-liner. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to find stuff to God, laugh about. Right. Like that, you just really got to remember God, you know, oh. to laugh, and just that's kind of yes. what I see as my job too. Just trying to simplify and yes. on, peel it back.
1: Yeah, well. Absolutely. Um, To everyone listening, we totally feel you if you're in lockdown as well. And hopefully from this conversation, you've taken away a few things. I know I'll probably think about maybe those excuses that I'm making around, for example, the meditation in the morning and why I do that Mm -hmm. and whether I can maybe turn that around a little bit to better support myself. And I'm sure Liv, you'll probably keep keep pondering the thought about that run. (laughs) Do
0: you know what I'm going to say? I feel so inspired right now. I was like, maybe I can do it right now. Mark's looking after the kids. Yes, I'll just say that I'm. am yes. we're doing another. I don't know, something to do with the podcast. I need to go. Just, doors recording exactly. Twenty <laughs> minutes. It's all I need. I'm gonna go do it. I'm doing it. Yes, just get back into it. Absolutely I've
1: got the gear because I've, I've even it. purchased right.
0: the full kit. All right, I'm ready to rock, but I've just got to put it on one step at a time. It's It's one step at a time with me. (laughs) (laughs) Stay tuned, guys.
1: Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, leave us a review, and give us five stars if you're feeling fancy. Want to be part of the Parenthood community? Join our Facebook group and follow us on Instagram at ParenthoodPod. Now I'll let you get back to the organised chaos. Until next time.